0: Hi, everyone. You're now listening to episode 48 of the Tilt and To the Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Yes. Welcome back, everyone. Another week, another episode, episode 48, edging ever closer to that infamous episode 50. The infamous. 50. Well, mate, half a century. Yeah, yeah. Big Come 50. On. Big 50. Exactly. And once again, another episode, same intro, really. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. talking about what number we've hit. Yeah, some things never change. I know, maybe next week we won't bother making a big deal of episode forty nine and then fifty. And then fifty we bounce back with a massive oh, mate, nostalgia. 50. Uh well we haven't thought about what we're gonna do. We're gonna do something, no, aren't we? We've no. got to do something to uh commemorate episode fifty. Yeah, and I would
1: say I would say film the podcast
0: at least, but um well, I almost don't want to put big that promises, out there. So it's exactly. Not two big promises. exactly. But you won't know this, but I looked the other day, March twenty-first. That will literally mark one year of us going live with the oh podcast. Oh my god, you geek! I know, I know. Sentimental, yeah, such, a such, such a Pisces, such a Pisces. So I mean, it is crazy.
1: We've done a year now, well, almost. Yeah. What two weeks away? Not even a week. Well, a Mate, week, a away, week now. away. Yeah, your maths is good. A week away. So what? We would have. We've only missed three episodes in a year. That's crazy. That is mad. You do realise there's 52 weeks in a year? Because yes, you're giving me I this did. look. There's 52 weeks yeah, in a year. Yeah, and yeah. that will be episode 49, yeah. so yeah, the, yeah, the maths do. works I out, do mate. now.
0: I do now. I don't trust your maths, mate, but my maths works, works, even works out. Out. There. I know. I mean, <laughs> but that is incredible. <laughs> okay, yeah. That is pretty mad. It so is. I think we both deserve a little... Let's give ourselves a little pat on the back, pat on back there. The back. Pat on the back. Oh, yeah. I, I won't give myself a pat on the back for the reasons that those three were missed, but... I know, yeah. And uh, there were some degenerative activities that happened to cause those episodes to be missed. But we move on and I hope all the listeners love us for it. Exactly. They love us for it. But yeah, let's get, as we always do, the boring stuff out of the way. And we do have a small announcement, an unfortunate announcement, but let's go with it. So, as always, if you want to keep up to date with us, what we're doing... Please check us out on our socials. You can find us on Instagram at The Tilton 2. Yep, yeah, Twitter and Facebook at The Tilton 2. And our YouTube, The Tilton 2. Yes, and the announcement I was going to talk about making was around the YouTube. So, unfortunately, this Wednesday, there will be no video. I know, I know, I can hear the broken hearts <laughs> <Yeah>. already. <gasps> I know, I'm sorry. I can only apologize. People really want to see our next backdrop. Exactly. Exactly. Is that scarf going to stay put or will it come down again? Will we even see the scarf again? Because <laughs> it had one moment to show I itself, know. right? And it failed miserably. It embarrassed us. It failed miserably. And the funny thing is, if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, you need to head over to the YouTube again, Fazel, the Tilt and Tilt on YouTube, and you need to check it out. But that scarf, we didn't even capture as many times that scarf. And you know what the funny thing is? For anyone who'd really watched that video, you'll see as the video goes on, the tape that <laughs> holds that scarf on just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. There's about five layers of tape, by the way. There's yeah. about five rolls of tape keeping <laughs> that scarf up. So yeah. it's still, it's still had its wicked way with us. It did, and it's on the naughty step. It might not make an appearance again. But yeah, so unfortunately, there will be no video this week, but we will be back the following Wednesday, 12 p.m. release. Yeah. But we're still coming at you thick and fast with yet another episode of the podcast. So Another thing I want to mention, obviously, like, comment, share, subscribe on our YouTube channel. But we did hit our like target. We did. We did. We're currently on 70 subscribers. Nice. And we did say, didn't we? I mean, it might be a bit of a big feat. But if you do listen to this podcast and you haven't headed over to our YouTube channel, you haven't subscribed, please do. It means the world to us and we're trying we're pushing if we could get to 100 subscribers by the end of march don't give us very long it's a very optimistic yeah, considering yeah, very we optimistic. just considering we just set a like target of 15 bloody likes we yeah we hit it though we hit it but can we get to 100 subscribers on youtube before the end of march again that would mean the world to us so if you will we'll have to, this, to plan something if no, uh, we're gonna if have we that i know yeah, 100%. We've got a lot of planning, because we've got 50th episode coming up fairly soon, and hopefully we'll hit that 100 uh, subscriber mark. But uh, yeah, again, if you listen to the podcast and you like what we're doing, please do check out our YouTube. Right. I was going to say, give us a w- recap of your week, but you know what? Even in our world, I think it's been a very, very subdued week, hasn't it has. It, really? it
1: has, and probably much needed, to be honest, A little, yeah. a little rehab week.
0: It It is, because this week for me is absolutely mental. Yeah, yeah. We've got a concert. We're recording this today, Monday. We've got a concert to go to later. Yeah. Tomorrow we've got the the Blues. Yeah. Blues Middlesbrough. Beautiful. Wednesday is kind of like the calm before the storm. (laughs) Yeah, for you it is. But I've still got football. And then Thursday I'm at Cheltenham, St. Paddy's Day. I know, that's crazy. And you'll be happy to know, everyone, I've got... Obviously, I've got Thursday off for of work. I've got Friday off for of work, and that is just to to, to literally nurse <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, yeah. It's gonna what is going to be probably. It will be a hangover to rival the hangover from my thirtieth. Yeah, and but you don't even want to know how bad that was. No, if you want to hear more details, you need to head back maybe two episodes to hear that. But yeah, I, I'm honestly again massive tangent, but I, I I'm telling you. Considering the session is going to start from it's 9 in the morning right. at Weatherspoon's, right? It ain't going to touch that 30th hangover. And I'm telling you it ain't going to touch it. That's how bad that I disagree. Was. All right. We'll see. But and I uh, disagree. The funny thing is, is so I'm going to Cheltenham. I kept telling Faze, get a ticket, get a ticket, get a ticket. What did you do? You left it too long. Anyway, Whatever. What's the session starts at nine in the morning. It's gonna go on. We don't get back home till about seven, I think it is. And then, I've got every intention of going to town, whether I can stand or not is another another point altogether. But then That's you and then you're thinking what you're gonna meet me out. Yeah, I'm meeting you out, mate. I hope you do, but I just hope you know that you're gonna be on a completely different no, Richter no, scale worry. to me. Don't worry, I'll I'll soon catch up. Don't you worry. I'm gonna be on a different planet, mate.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just sure that you're not going to make it out.
0: But if you do, I will be there. I'll make it out. Just prop me up. I'll be sound. Literally. Perfect. Prop me up by the bar and just make sure I don't order another drink.
1: A 30-year-old and 20, well, soon to be 27-year-old take Broad Street. <laughs> I know. Not whippersnappers
0: anymore, man.
1: <laughs> that's that's going to be a story to write home about, that oh, is. No. Oh, no. <laughs> We'll, uh, yeah, again, listen to our podcast next Monday if you want
0: any updates. I so know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. A good little plug there. Yeah. So, uh, yes, we will not be saying it's been a quiet week for sure on the next podcast. Right, let's delve into some Blues news before we go on to our match recap of Hull, Hull City. So, let's start. Blues news. First thing I want to talk on. Boja and there's a couple of points I want to talk about Boya first obviously the whole city game marked Boya's 50th game in charge and how fitting has the Tilton two come close to their 50th episode of the podcast almost like Lee divine Bowie's intervention and I mean it is mad because we started the podcast in line basically with when boya was appointed and if you weren't degenerates and hit all of the podcast weeks we would have done we probably would have I think what we'd be probably hitting fifty one now. Mm. So, oh well. <laughs> but salute to you, Gaffer. Yeah, uh, well done. Yeah. Right. The news is, Bowie when he was appointed up, he signed a two month, two month bloody hell, two year contract, and he's now coming into his last twelve months of the contract. After the whole city game he came out and said, you know, I made his intentions very clear that he wants to stay on. He's not here just to see out his twelve month the remaining twelve months of his contract. He really wants to build something with the club, wants and, and, and he's calling out for backing as well. What I found really interesting and it's it's something we've said before on the podcast and it's something that has been touched on by Boy himself, but yeah, you know, he kind of made a dig at Dong Ren saying things were promised to him before, but that person's now gone. Um, and those promises weren't fulfilled. So, again, just echoes what we've already known, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does, literally. I yeah, mean, and it is just a shame for someone coming in, you're told, yeah, I'm going to have transfer budget, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and then it all falls flat, and that just sums up B-S-H- yeah. BSHL, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's not something we didn't really know. It's just, It's just a shame when you keep hearing about it. It does just paint the bigger picture for you as a fan. It doesn't paint a bright future for us at all.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Under this ownership as yeah. well. That's yeah. the that's the biggest problem. And then, we've said it last week, you know, coming into the summer, all of our best players are low knees. Yep. If we don't get more there, financial backing and they don't buy into Boia, then we're screwed. Yeah. You know, we're going to be in such a bad position, way worse than we were coming into this season. Yeah. You know, you start from ground zero again. So... Yeah, and I mean, we really
1: are going to be. Yeah, if our we best can't players alone is. Any, any of the loanees we've got, it completely is back to square one. Yeah. Looking for players. Like I said, playing devil's advocate. Clearly, from the January transfer window, we have still got some pull. We have still got good scouts, I guess, that are looking at talent we can bring in and actually add to us, which is good. You know, Lyle of the Free Musketeers, the Four Fathers. As we call fathers. You know. But, in terms of permanent deals, in terms of building as a club, in terms of getting actually out of, what, a relegation battle every season, mm. not looking bright. Not looking bright. We really need to get permanent deals through the door
0: soon. You yeah. Can? Yeah, 100%. That's where we need to be going. And that's what I mean, be- Bowie is saying. He needs backing, wants backing. I just hope it happens. Mm. And I hope that the board really do see what him, Craig Gardner, Ian Dutton, this solid, you know, this little trio at the head or the helm of the club, you know, who have Birmingham City's best interests. You know, I know Ian Dutton, Gardner, both blue noses, but Bowyer is a club legend. He knows us as fans. Oh, yeah. Massively connects with the fans yeah, exactly. So it doesn't get, for me, much better, or we don't get a better situation that we're in. I mean, we don't have Salis Ferguson at the helm, but we've got someone who's a club legend, knows us as a club, is getting, you know, maybe not out of every single player he's had underneath him, getting the best out of them, but out of a lot of them, he is getting the best. I mean, Lyle Taylor, yeah, I think, playing some of the best football he's played in years. Yeah, for you
1: sure. know, He'll, He'd be probably say that himself.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean we're, we're going to touch on, well, I mean, probably goes in perfectly into one of the points I wanted to raise for Blue News, but on El Hernandez, mm. again, how he's playing, considering yeah. what Middlesbrough under new management and the yeah and the new management Chris Wilder couldn't get any minutes really, mm. and now he's coming to us and genuinely, I, I'm I'm baffled how Middlesbrough wouldn't have been able to utilize him. Yeah, he's so good. I mean,
1: he is the definition of getting better each game. We said yeah. it last week. Said it the week before. Bo just come out and said it. You know, wait until these players get fit each week. It's crazy that we're seeing Anel Hernandez play so much better each week. Yeah. So much better each week. I mean, yeah, this game against Hull, as we'll get into, you know, he was the brightest spark on the pitch. Second half, yeah. Second half, so, you know, yeah. Very, very exciting. Yeah, okay. Well, then, let's talk about Anel Hernandez. Going Next bit it. of Blues news. I was trying to uh, segue you in there, but...
0: Uh, <laughs> I think I my myself in, mate. It didn't work. So... I think everyone knows how much we love Anel Hernandez. I think the club loves Anel Hernandez and Boya came out. The Cuban King. Yep, again, following, well, this week came out and said, you know, how much Anel is loving football at Birmingham City, that there is going to be conversation, that there are going to be talks with Norwich to see if we can make I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can get an El Hernandez on a permanent or if it is just another loan, then so be it. But I want to see him back at the club next season. I don't want to see this the end of an El Hernandez because I do think he's such a baller. I think there is so much more to come from him. And we've said it before, Faze, haven't we? Like that, that bit at the end, that last pass that you just think would take an El Hernandez from being a really good Premier League player to potentially... Not Premier League player, sorry. A, a, you know, a good, a, well, a very good Championship player to what I would think is a Premier League player. Genuinely, yeah. that's what I I think of because I genuinely see that much potential with him. He is electrifying. He is. Yeah, <laughs> he is a. You know, what is uh? What is it? Danny Zuko? Is it? It's electrifying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice reference, mate. Nice but reference. Mid podcast. Yeah, but he is. He yeah, is yeah, that he is. bloody good. So. Yeah, to know that Blues are going to hopefully open up talks, whether we get him or not, we've said this before, I don't know. I can see Norwich, obviously Norwich is probably going to come down. They're going to want to keep hold of him, and I don't bloody blame him when he's doing so well for us. They're going to snatch him straight back. But just the idea of that, I think, is showing us going in the right direction because he's not... I can imagine he's on high wages and there'll be a transfer fee associated with him. And also, you've got to think about him. Even though he loves
1: it at Blues and everything, what's the main thing he's going to be thinking about is his career, looking in the future. Are Blues a team that are going to be pushing up the table? I know. If they're not, of course we're not attractive. You don't want to lose yourself at Blues, even if he is one of our best players. You don't want to lose yourself
0: in a team that's battling to be top 10. Yeah. Let alone playoffs. And to sign him like you said perfectly face him wanting to better his career mm. rightfully so he's only gonna come to blues if he's you know Bo is able to sit down yeah. and say look this we've is got a plan this. Yeah, exactly this is our plan these are who we're gonna go with yeah. this is who you could potentially be playing with yeah. next season yeah. you know so there's a lot a lot of work to be done yeah. Yeah, those those two points there literally sit together because
1: yeah. they affect each other if, if Bowie is backed players like Hernandez might
0: want to join if he's not we're going to lose those opportunities massively massively and it goes for the same with players like Lyle Taylor who want to bring in permanent you know they're all going to need to see okay where is the club going because this season they're not stupid has been up and down as it is every season but this club needs to stabilise and I think with backing we have the we genuinely have the potential to finally do that the first time in years and really push on yeah, I mean, to be honest, this season,
1: more than most, because I've been so invested in Boya coming into the club, mm. you know, we had all of the end of last season, then the pre-season, coming into this season, being so excited. Mm. It's felt more up and down than most, wow. based on that. Yeah, I mean, you had, Kranker, mean, yeah, you had Zola, obviously, gonna, these are all I was going to say, to be honest, honest in, my,
0: in my footballing time with Birmingham City, I have to say last season is hard to beat. oh yeah just because we had the absolute downhill slope of karanka and all the frustration then literally bow you were ten games to go literally took blues and we were all on cloud nine you literally went from zero to 100 it was mental so I think in terms of a yo-yo I think and if I never want to go through a season like last season it's such a yo-yo right but yeah, the club The club needs to stabilise and hopefully we can do that. One point, as well, Bowie said uh, and sticks out to me, is that Onel Hernandez is a player that needs to feel loved, needs an arm round him, you know, as a confidence player. And Onel if you're listening to this, I don't know where it gets better than at Blues because everyone, everyone loves you. Everyone at the club. So... Play a uh, slow violin
1: in the background then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I want like a romantic God. song. I want... Do, 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 do,
0: Get a, do, a grease do, lightning do. in the background. You know you're I'm talking about. George Michael. Yeah. I'm never going to dance yeah, again. Everyone knows, mate. You know. That's what I want playing, mate. So, I know. Sign the contract. <laughs> but no, we love him. Right, next. Uh, Deeney. An interesting point around Troy Deeney. Saw him um, on match of the day last know, week. Was is it? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Popped into match problem. of the day too. Was I it? I think he's got his eyes on Jermaine Genius. I spot. know. Yeah. He saw Jermaine Genius getting in Jermaine Germ- Genius were having it on he's backstage. thinking, Right. Okay. Let's get in here. But hasn't played since Plymouth. Been out injured. Got yeah. another injury on top yeah. of another injury. I think Boya came out and said he's not. He's he's a way off playing. But in the Hull match day program. He did say that the whole game was, and I quote, one game too soon. So does this mean that we could be seeing Troy very soon? If you take it literally one game too soon, yeah, it yeah, means we'll he's back tomorrow. Him. We'll be seeing him against the But, square. and I'm saying this because Boyer said he's out. And when we were doing our video about the injuries, about Taylor Richards, Taylor Richards wasn't even training and all of a sudden exactly. he starts playing. He shows up shows that he literally comes to so, the bench exactly so again Boya Gaffer you stitched us up mate I oh, know I think he listens to this uh, and just I plans know. how to make us look I uh, know, and make un- us look bad. exactly but I mean I'm hoping Troy does come back because again amazing for competition but as we have said does he get anywhere I near know, exactly. that, that starting 11 in no this is the
1: interesting thing I mean everyone knows if you've been following the season at all if you've been following when Troy Deeney came into the club, it's no secret that he was underperforming. The, to level, start with, the yeah. level he's got, yeah, yeah, the yeah. name he's got, all of that. In terms of, I'm just strictly talking goals here. Mm. You expect more. Even though he only played, what, two games in the season before or whatever. He hasn't had much match time. He's, you know, unfit, all of those things. He's older. He has been underperforming. You're now bringing Lyle Taylor, who's been a finisher... Yeah. who's been great stand-up play, great with his back His towards overall goal. play is just, yeah, yeah hungry. hungry. You know, it does make me question, how does Deeney get back into the team right now? It does. You've got Hogan as well, obviously, who's had a good season. Juki who's always dangerous. So, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see. Or yeah. do, do you think Deeney would actually get back into style lineup? No, you don't get.
0: I oh, maybe you could get back into the style lineup. I
1: definitely want to see Taylor for the That's rest of the I season. That's what I think.
0: I just think whether Boya then Plays kind of switches it up yeah. a little bit formation wise to fit Deeney in because yeah. I do think Boya obviously rates yeah, Deeney so you highly.
1: Do, you do have to play uh, play him
0: because there's no doubt he's gonna be on. The thing is with Deeney is you've got to. If you play Dini, you've got to have a backup plan because he's going to give you a good 50, 60 minutes and then he's going to taper off. And that's what we've seen. So, yeah, it's just one of them. If Mm. you're going to play him, I think you have to have a plan B, you know, know that, yeah, he's going to have to come off at some point in the game and that might change the formation, might. yeah. You know, you don't want to have your hand... You know, if we go down a couple goals and you're thinking, right, I've got to change tactics, I wouldn't want to leave Deeney on for the full ninety nah. because I feel like he just hasn't got the legs in him. Yeah. Also, I don't I don't think him and Taylor being up there at the same
1: time really would benefit us that much just because Taylor's got the bat towards
0: goal, the stand-up play. Same as Deeney. So you it's say like, that, yeah. Yeah, that's true because you don't have the player that's kind of like, yeah, on like your a last target. man exactly that's that the thing. but I was going to say and offset it with how much Lyle Taylor runs yeah, but yeah he does. he does run but he's still not that striker yeah, he, who's he, he on the last man he comes deep he, keeps it past he deep runs wide he really yeah he runs all over the place so no, oh, I agree with interesting I mean if they can play together perfect yeah, but again, that means a big formation change yeah, from yeah. Bowie's you know, three centre-backs exactly. and wing-backs, which I absolutely am all for. Let's change it. But, uh, yeah, we we move. Finally, Jordan James. JJ O'Cotcher. JJ, big JJ. So, he's attracting the attention of a number of Premier League clubs, namely Everton. Wolves, West Ham, and let's be real, seventeen-year-old lads. Interesting teams. Seventeen-year-old lad. yeah. lads, actually. Yeah, I think so. Seventeen-year-old lads, seventeen appearances to date in the Championship. What, what, what can we say? We've said that I know Hernandez a player that gets better every week. Jordan James, JJ, he's another player that gets better every single week. And at seventeen, I mean, got his first goal for the club. Potential's great there. It is, and I can see why. I mean, the only thing I think he lacks is his physicality, like his frame. He still looks like a seventeen-year-old, but that will come with time. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to,
1: you know, it's such an obvious comparison to compare him to Jude. Mm. He's not on that level right now, but. It would be interesting to see how he would mold in in the prem. Does he have that ability? I think he's definitely oh, a good. too early to good, say. He's
0: definitely a good championship player. It's too early to say. Surely, I, don't, I think if he goes to any of those Premier League clubs, it's going to be a while yeah, yeah, yeah. till he gets any game sure, time. He might even drop sure. back down to the championship. But then you don't know. Maybe he could problem. rise to that level.
1: You know, I feel like, like you said, each time he gets better, he really has. Each game, he genuinely gets better. Especially, yeah. you know, we saw him. He could have got a goal before that game. He could have. On the run-up to that game, I thought he was going to get a goal soon enough and he's managed to do it. So, yeah, it is interesting where his um,
0: ceiling is. Yeah. But I think it's in his interest yeah. for him to stay yeah. at least next season with Blues and try and cement himself a first-team position because, you know, we've seen it. Look at Amari Look at, Miller. I was just about to say. Literally. I was just about to say that the worst thing you'd want to see him do is go to one of these clubs and then be playing for the under-23s. Yep. And we knew that was gonna happen stay. in that case, so um with Amari Miller. We knew yeah, that. Yeah, I think we did, but I still Mate, thought... he's not gonna break into him. the lead squad. No, but I don't know. I didn't think he'd be fully I thought that was he was signing with an on, you know, with a, a site to go into that first team, but it definitely appears that he's Well, he's taking Bamford spot. But mate, Amari Miller doesn't play up front, was he? He's taking he's, he's taking a for Rafinha, bloody okay. He's taking Dan, Rafinha's spot. Daniel or, James. or Daniel James's spot, yeah. is he <laughs> <laughs> He's taking Rafinha off the uh. pitch. Playing uh, what's his name, Jack Harrison's part literally, in the he's taking Rafinha off the pitch. But uh, anyway, moving swiftly on. Yeah, so <laughs> another one of our assets. <laughs> one of another one of our assets potentially going. There'll be money involved, hopefully. What is positive to know is he's under contract till twenty twenty four and blues I understand have opened up new terms or yeah. discussing new terms with him. So again, hopefully he gets his worth, wants to stay and fight and get that first team spot cemented next season. Again he's a player that, you know, hopefully we can actually build around as well, you know, just another another weapon we've got. So yeah, positive. Positive, positive news.
1: Yeah, I mean it is interesting. It's always going to be very tempting for a player like him. So we'll see. We will see.
0: Especially the money. Exactly. Thrown around the money and reputation of it. course. Yeah. You have Everton
1: sniffing around. You have West Ham. I mean, it's appealing.
0: Very, very, very appealing. But so is Birmingham City. Not as appealing, but but yeah. Right, let's get into the game. So we played Hull City at home. Yeah. Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. I gotta yep. say, lovely day for it. Lovely day for it. Sun was out, beautiful. Sun's we... out, guns out, buns out. Exactly. What did we say? I mean, we both said a win. I think I yeah. said two one. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, did I, say I think two you said one? two two nil? No. God knows. But I was optimistic this was going to be one not only a good game yeah, but we two, needed two we're gonna get we a needed win. it to be we needed it to be a win really right. absolutely and all I can say was meh mm. and that's that's been nice it was disappointing disappointing so let's get the line up out of the way we lined yeah. up surprise surprise can you guess Three, five, two. of course effort goal nice to see Nico Gordon starting again so Nico Gordon Mark Roberts and Peds as the three centre-backs. Wing-backs, we had Anel Hernandez on the left, Jordan Graham on the right. Through the middle, we had Gardner, Bakuna, Sanjic, and up top, Chongi and Taylor. Key call out here on 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 the bench, we had Taylor Richards and we had Mengi back. Yeah, big. So, yeah, exactly. Big. Big to have them and shout out. And congrats to Nico Gordon as well for keeping that place because I know you were saying last week that you thought, does he keep Mengi straight out? But he did. And I've got to say to him, good performance. I wouldn't say it was uh, outstanding, but it was a good performance. Looked solid. When he lines up in the team, I'm not going to be thinking, right, that's a weak link. I think he did very well. Yeah. So shout out to you, Nico. Yeah, I like that choice. I like that
1: choice that he went with in the end. But yeah. I do as well. Gordon it shows out. it's a game there in twenty years. Yeah, we need to win it, but it gives him a run out. Gives, gives him, him a lot of confidence, exactly. a lot of
0: belief. And Mengi, you know, and probably still nursing his injury a little bit. But it also sends out a message to the team exactly. that if you're doing well and you really yeah. fight, you're going to stay in yeah, that yeah. team for sure. So I'm I'm going to say Nico Gordon is definitely starting tomorrow at Middlesbrough. Ooh, hundred percent he will start. Middlesbrough is a different beast though. Yeah, but that's fine. I still we'll think see, anyway. Start. Yeah, we'll see. I still think it'll start. So, where do we start with this one? Honestly, this game was so forgetful. We even took our dad with us on the game, well, to the game, and dad fell asleep. <laughs> dad <laughs> fell asleep quite a few times. <laughs> Genuinely, dad fell asleep to the so, point where his head was nodding. Man, nodding. His head nodded and stayed down. He was asleep until, you know, his <laughs> the crowd snoring. erupted.
1: Until he could hear him snoring, mate.
0: the yeah, tilt yeah, was yeah. singing and beat. Yeah, yeah, Using him as a baseline for Team <laughs> <Keen> right <Pride laughs> on. I know. I'm but trying yeah. to think of the opera term. Was it a baritone or something? <laughs> he so was, was the baritone. a baritone. He was a deep time. But, yeah, coming back to the game and the point at hand, it was very, very forgetful. I mean, they started off... I think within the first minute, two minutes, you know, their was it their left winger, it caused us problems, to be fair. Jordan Graham, you know, they were coming and attacking down the left. Nothing was really going down the right, but down the left they were coming. I don't know who their winger, their winger, I think it's Fleming, I think it is. Mm. But yeah, he was good, He was he was dangerous, and within the first two minutes kind of come into the box very close to Efridge Effridge pulls off a save but you're thinking bloody hell yeah, could have been 1-0 down yeah, already yeah. very quick into the game yeah very quick gets him beyond defenders
1: yeah luckily I mean it was a tight angle anyway really wasn't it but Efridge it was. did well he
0: did. it was it was but the rest of the game was really honestly forgetful mm. players just were not in the game,
1: I mean, I think we we only had I we think felt like teams had, what,
0: two shots on target. I think,
1: I think we had like thirteen when I looked. Yeah, two two, two, shots two, on two shots on target for each team I mean, that says everything. That was one of them for Hull. Two shots on target. Yeah, you know, in the first what two minutes or yeah. whatever it was. So yeah,
0: and typical Blues. You know, there were there were tiny spells. Just looking at the first half when we were playing some decent football. You know, fizzing the ball around and things are looking you know little little spells but again that final ball is missing that final pass that unlocked the defence yeah, we have a real problem it with it was missing yeah and it just meant that the first half was so forgetful so forgetful nothing really happened yeah nothing really happened players like I said we just seemed like passengers mm. players just seemed off the boil I think the guy who sits next to us was saying in the game, he was like, "This game needs a goal, or it needs, you know, even a card. It needs something to like liven it up." And it was so true. We needed something. I remember, I can't remember if it's in the first half or the second half, but there was a there was a point where you know, just it's, the board game was so boring. It came to this. You know, Lyle Taylor did amazing bring the ball down, kind of like in the middle of the park, like literally with his ass push one of the players off and play the ball out wide and the crowd honestly ch- cheering clapping and it just gave a little you know a boost but this is how boring the game was there was nothing to it mm. and as the game got on you know again you're looking at players like Chongi thinking come on do, some, yeah, yeah, do, do something. something he just couldn't get in the game mm. and towards you know again in the second half he just his legs were gone He looked knackered. Yeah. He looked KO'd. Yeah. KO'd. You know, that's, we spoke about the first, I've looked in the second half, we saw a formation change. Because, you could see, Hernandez, I know Hernandez, was, similar story with Bella you just missed that attacking presence so we kind of switched I think to like a four four two. it's bloody hard when Bowie changes his formations at half time because he's looking at it and you're scrambling thinking right, what what are we playing yeah and we've seen so many players in different positions yeah, it's yeah. hard to say it looked way. like we went back to like a four four two. the back was the defence was Graham on the right uh, Nico Robbo Robert's in the middle Pebbles, and then hmm. Peds out left and then Hernandez was playing winger, and man, let me tell you, I haven't seen Hernandez. I mean, we've seen Hernandez play amazing, but yeah. man, for me, this was one of his second half standout performances. Yeah, I mean, he it's was unbelievable. Like literally, he's turning his men. They could not. There's two of them on him, and somehow, I'm watching from the Tilton, and you're looking at from a distance, and all of a sudden, the ball pops out, and he's running. Yeah. And it's just another reminder of how quick this lad is yeah, as yeah, well. It's ridiculous. It is as second well. to none Like in the championship. Literally put him up against anyone and put back him to beat him pace-wise. I don't know if it's his frame that makes him look quicker or it's just the sheer yeah, I think pace. he's just sheer pace. But I it, it is
1: insane. Pace. And I mean it. It's insane. I mean, I remember there was another run he did where he's literally just knocked the ball through. Do you remember? He's literally just passed the ball in front of him, knocked it past the play and just kept running. Yeah. Didn't even come close to being caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is just absolutely
0: rapid. Yeah, and he was absolutely killing them down the left side. Yeah, yeah. Cutting inside to the box. But again, like we said earlier, it is that last ball. It literally is just that last ball. If you watch the highlights back, you'll see it's just
1: those last balls that are like going straight to the keeper or going across the ground and being dealt with. Yeah. If there was more of a delivery in there, yeah, it would cause a lot of problems, but it's
0: just literally, he's
1: doing everything right. It's just that like last, last ball.
0: Yeah, that's it. It is, isn't it? Completely. Because there's a couple of times I remember. There's one. He's absolutely bombing. Uh-huh. I think he's even ahead of the last defender. Kind of goes a little bit too close to the bar yeah, the to bar the bar, bar line. line Crosses in, and the keeper's able to yeah, like yeah, collect like, it. And it. it's just those little things that like, you just think. H-. I know you've done all of the work. You've done more than anyone yeah, yeah, could expect it. It's work. just that final missing puzzle piece and that will come that will will come without a doubt I
1: mean just on that point very quickly I feel like that is a bit of a problem for us at the moment like we've had you know the last couple games we've had a lot more chances in the middle of the park like with Bakuna taking shots Taylor even taking shots Hernandez cutting in and taking shots Mm. in this game in particular we had a lot of times where it was just don't get me wrong, it's not bad where we're just passing out wide and getting a ball in. Yeah. But it's very frustrating when clearly nothing's happening for 90 minutes from those things. And we haven't got Juki in the box. We haven't got yeah. a poacher are necessarily going in, it's like not really Hogan there, in the yeah. box. So it's like you're putting in balls. And don't get me wrong, Taylor, we've seen. Lyle Taylor's a dangerous striker, great player. But is it his forte to be on the last man poaching it across like that? No, you're kind of hoping almost for a goal mouth scramble when these balls are going in last game and just hoping that it lands somewhere and they just hit it in. Mm. It was a bit frustrating for me. It was a bit frustrating, you know, just constantly passing out to Graham and him putting a ball and it not going anywhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, coming back specifically to the game, I mean, players, again, Hernandez's second half was unplayable, but as you've seen very often... Well, you're opted to bring Woods on yeah. into the midfield. And again, I have to say... Because Bakuna... Bakuna was really lacklustre mm. in this game. It's the first game where I've kind of looked at it and I thought, oh, that's a pretty crap performance, really. That just wasn't... It just wasn't the best, right? And... What was I saying? I've got, to completely completely forgot where I was going.
1: Bakuna yeah, looking lacklustre. Look, Ryan, Luster, look, Ryan
0: Woods, on. that's it. And he was... What we needed. And we said this yesterday, didn't we? We were talking about it. And I was saying, when Woods comes on as a sub, it's like it's impactful straight away. Yep. I don't know if it's because of the tired legs and the opposite team, but he picks the ball up. He's always available. And you know he's going to spray it. Yep. And when he sprays it out wide, you look at it, he sprays it to Hernandez. Hernandez, we just need the ball at his feet. Do you know what I mean? Gets it and he does something. But when... Woods starts a game. It's almost as if he's st- he's really slow to get yeah. going. Yeah. You never see the same Woods that comes on, yeah. you know, 50, 60 minutes yeah. into the game. But I've got to say, you know, when he came on, he did change it and it was what we needed. You know, like, tactically, yeah. brilliant by Boya. I have yeah. to say. I mean, you know, He got the ball into the players we need feet. It's further
1: impacted by having playmakers in the team now, yeah. like Bakuna, Hernandez... Chong back in the team yeah it definitely helps now Woods you know we had a long period of time from pretty much November onwards where we didn't have those link up players did we we had what Gardner in the middle yeah. you had Sundic in the middle mm-hmm. you had who else Hogan Deeney kind of just trying to feed off scraps yeah not a lot of players he could pass to. So now I feel like we're back to seeing the best of Woods really yeah. definitely definitely better when he comes off the bench without but a doubt yeah Either way, I think even generally now he's um he's back to being good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. I've always rated oh, him. Yeah, as like a little iniesta massively. So um, another notable mention was Taylor Richards coming on. Yeah. So he saw him in action really for the first time. Um, what do what do I think about his performance? Hard to say. Didn't really shape the game at all mm. but it's his first appearance given the benefit of the doubt I think you know he had a few step overs in him but again did he really do much not for me but again so so early to say anything you know it would be nice to see him feature a little bit more let's see see what happens let's see what's in towels uh, with his you know his final what nine games now with Birmingham City and his current deal or his current loan deal so but yeah it was good to see him Finally, again, you know, haven't seen him since he signed. So, good, good to see. I think as well, just for me, you know, Chong, as I said, we wanted to see him, you know, really in the game. He wasn't, he's coming off of an injury, so fair enough. But I was very surprised to see him finish the game. You know, you could see he was labouring. And considering he's coming off an injury and he's come back earlier than expected, I'm just thinking, oh, be careful. Do you know what I mean? I would have thought Bowie would have taken him off. Um, but he didn't. Like I said, he's played the full 90. So that made me a little bit nervous. I was thinking, you know, risky one. But I guess on the flip side, there are more minutes in the tank. and Hopefully we can see him in our next game against Middlesbrough. Yeah. I think just to sum it up, though, the game I think a draw has to be a fair result really it was a pretty scrappy boring dull game you know game we should have won couldn't and I guess it's not a loss but yeah disappointing for me yeah I mean just not enough chances
1: created really not enough shots on target at all for both teams
0: yep yep yeah definitely definitely like I said scrappy game it's Mm. a shame that we kind of came to life in the second half, but it coincides with the formation change. That's yeah, what no, I mean. No. Like is, have, I don't like thing. that. 3-5-2. I, I, I hate how... I forgot what
1: game it is now. I don't know if you remember, but I hate how um, we do have that in us where we're so lax a day a call for, you know, 70 minutes of the game. And then we do have... Um, yeah, I know. We have it in us to, to, to turn it on Yeah, and put so much pressure on for 20 minutes. Do you remember? And Gardner yeah. scored, and you know, then we had the Eagles. I forgot what team it was against now, where yeah, we were down 2 0.
0: Yeah, it's poor, isn't it? it, it you just but, think,
1: how can you not give it that yeah, from the get go? The yeah. And then
0: maybe you're dying down in the 60s. And then you of, get a second of, wind or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I oh, know, we always far too often start off way too slow. Yeah, yeah, and then we're but already fighting we a losing battle. We've seen it so many times. We're down
1: 1-0. Now we're going to try and step it up in the last 10 minutes of the game. Mm. We've but clearly it, got it in us. Yeah.
0: But, but For me, you know, again, Boja sees it. Yeah, I know he does. Boja sees it, and you just think, come on, man. Yeah. Like, the 4-4-2 or whatever formation we were playing in the second half, that works better than the three-five-two. We are so exposed in the wing-back position. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. again, Hernandez was coming out of position. Graham, you know, does do a decent job, but he's not. He's not. He's not. he's not. a right defender. Not. You know, so
1: yeah, we'll they're doing. They're they're doing the best out of wingers
0: playing in that position. Yeah, definitely. they are, but they're not defenders. Yeah, exactly. Simple as that. Exactly. But yeah, I think if, uh, a 0 nil draw was the fairest result. Um. Yeah, and then we go on to tomorrow, Tuesday, home Excited fixture this, yeah. against Borough. Yeah, as am I, night game. Uh, uh,
1: an interesting point is they are looking for this win quite heavily. Yeah, they are. Based on their league position. I don't know if Absolutely. I'm wrong. Does it does it take them more into the playoffs or does it get them into well, the Oh, yeah, playoffs, I mean,
0: they are currently sitting at eighth. Yeah. 36 games played, 56 points. Looking at Black. Look at Blackburn. They're 37 games and 58 points. So that will take them ahead of Blackburn, who is sitting in fifth.
1: Yeah. It's a big win for Middlesbrough. It's it's a game they need to win tomorrow. is. It is. And yeah, I mean, if you look around at any of the Middlesbrough fans, they will tell you that. It's a huge game. So they're coming to... In their mind, they're coming for an easy three points almost. Yeah, of course. You know, that's that's what they're... So we really need to... Step it up tomorrow. That's why I'm looking forward to it. Let's see if we can actually get behind it and get a result.
0: Yeah. But they're not unbeatable. Just no, looking not. at their last three fixtures. Last one on Saturday, they drew 0 0 to Millwall. I mean, we got battered by Millwall. Yeah. But, yeah. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. Before that, they got beat Ho- uh, oh, no, 4 1 away to Sheffield United. Huge know. one, that uh, is. And then before that, they beat Luton. 2-1 yeah so again they're not unbeatable it's gonna be a harder game than Hull City I can guarantee yeah, you that sure. so the for boys sure. need to be absolutely firing and on, on top form ready to go but we can get something
1: yeah I mean like you said just look at that Sheffield United game they are very not very but they're beatable 4-1 you know they you can put goals past them let's see let's see how their form is coming into this game yeah Exactly. I'm hoping they're on the lowest confidence of the season, to I be know. honest. Each player, is uh, they've touched the basketball from Space Jam and it's, um, it's a write-off.
0: Yeah, I mean, an interesting point is, obviously, when you think of Borough, for me, first thing that comes to my head is Riley McGree. Yeah, I know. Thinking, yeah. oh, what's he yeah. doing? How's he getting on? But he's not getting anywhere no, near I know. the team. Yeah,
1: each time I've seen Middlesbrough play, he's not getting near the team. So Not
0: even getting on the bench. No which is mad to see. Serves you right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but it is mad. It is mad. I mean, even in the last game, Colin boyd Munts, another old Blues player, yeah, a lot yeah. of fans remember that name. Um, he he was on the bench against Mill Rule. And we're still Mil- not seeing Mill Rule. But we're still not seeing any uh, Riley McGree. That so, is interesting,
1: though, you know, that boyd boyd Munts has got on the bench, but McGree hasn't. Oh, i mean, no. different
0: positions, but... Wow, well, one's are, I guess, a, f- a flat midfielder, yeah, the other exactly. one's a deep But yeah, I mean, surprising, surprising for me. I mean, they sign him for what, two and a half mil? You think, yeah. yeah, he's got to be in and around the picture, but for whatever reason. I, don't I know. mean,
1: clearly, two and a half mil to them isn't as much as it is to us. My, for us, it was
0: breaking the balance. For bank. us, it's literally like he has to be starting every single game. Oh, no, to think we could have got him on a permanent again, you know, that's a shame. Anyway. That's when you get the violin out, mate. Yeah, sub yeah. story. But give us a scoreline prediction then, first for Middlesbrough. And how you think the game's gonna go?
1: Okay, I'm gonna be optimistic. It's you know coming up to the end of the season. I'm gonna say one-one.
0: Okay.
1: I'm gonna say it's an absolute. I don't know. I don't know a word that is PG. Trouncing. I don't know. It's an absolute. Um, Whitewash basically. I feel like they're gonna have like seventy percent possession, but we managed to steal a goal, probably an equalizer. I think they get ahead quite early in the first half.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah,
1: I think by like twenty twenty-five minutes they might have got a goal already, but and you then know, what we're are fighting you back. Meg, mate. you're really going. This is, into yeah, yeah. This it, is yeah. what I feel like. You okay. ask my opinion. I'm going for a big <laughs> prediction here. Oh, right. we equalize late.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say. We lose two one. Not nice. the optimistic no, no. approach we were hoping for, I'm sure. but You're going realistic. Yeah, I think they score first. Yeah, I think we equalise, and I think towards the end, they'll get a goal, or maybe even they score sixty, seventieth minute, and then we and just then get a late goal. Yeah, just pff, no. I think we'll equalise, and then they'll beat us. yeah, yeah. I just think it's going to be a scrappy game. I really do. I don't think it's going to be good football whatsoever.
1: Yeah, not by us, I don't no. think. I think it's going to be them passing it around us, them keeping the ball quite a lot, putting pressure on us and us basically just trying to retaliate.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I do as well, especially when you think of, you know, again, I've mentioned it, like Chong is a player I want to see and I feel like there's a lot riding on Chong's performances because he's so, so like, important to the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He just played 90 minutes on Saturday and then he's going to go again on Tuesday, you know. I just can just see it being a scrappy affair. I don't think it's going to be like free-flowing on Blues' side, but I've just got a feeling we're going to lose it 2-1. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's probably the sense. If you had money on it, it's probably the sensible <laughs> bet to go for.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, right, let's see how we fare. And then the next fixture after that is away to Swansea. Mm. Swansea City, again, a game that we need to be winning. Yep. A team in and around us. So they are... 16th we're 19th at the minute we've played 37 they've played 35 Uh, we're still on 41 points there 3 points ahead of us on 44 so again I know they've got the games games in hand on us 2 games in hand but it will take us up to their point tally if we can beat them well depending on their result on uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday for them but it's a game we need to win yeah another yep. game we need to win this
1: one's like you said it's more of a realistic one we have to win it
0: yeah I mean let's go back to their their last um, results their last fixture Blackpool beat them 1-0 away from home before that they had Fulham and they lost 5-1
1: yeah I mean that's Fulham. And then
0: swans uh, then they play commentary at home and they beat Coventry three one, which is a big result. Crazy, really, isn't, isn't it?
1: Really, like Coventry had a real two half season.
0: Yeah, they have, and now they're kind of coming on the up again. Mm. But yeah, what do you think about this one then, fans? Yeah, How I mean, think this one goes definitely. Out? definitely they're a team more. that can pass around. We've seen. Yeah, that. yeah,
1: for sure. Definitely more realistic of a win. Um, but the problem is away from home. Have our players got it in a, in them? You know, so much in the air at the moment with our performances. One week we look good, next game we look awful. You know, I'm gonna say we get a result. I'm gonna go for one nil blues.
0: Okay, I'm also gonna go for a result. And I'm gonna go two nil blues. Cause I think yeah. we come off a loss against Borough, and I think we'll just be a bit more
1: yeah pep in the step fired
0: up. And yeah, I think we go. I think we go two nil. I think we'd be. Swansea. Okay. And I reckon Hogan's gonna score both.
1: Mm, interesting. I know. get I his think, goal tally up.
0: But I just think he's gonna play yeah. as well. I don't think he'll play tomorrow against Burrow. I think we'll see a very similar start in eleven to what we saw. But I think after another couple of days and another fixture, I think we might see Hogan fit back in um into the team. So let's see. Like I said, we know Swansea is a passing team. They do like to pass the ball. They can move it well. So I, I don't see it as us being, you know, on the ball a lot. But Blues are a counter counter team. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we can catch them on the break. And I do. I just got a feeling we'll win that one. I think we lose Borough, but I think we beat Swansea. Mm. And I think that wraps us up nicely for episode 48. Forty eight. As we always say on each podcast episode, if you've made it this far, a huge thank you to you. Yes, you, the listener, for making it this far. If you like what we're doing, please jump into our DMs. Find us on social media. You can get us on Twitter and Instagram at The Tilton 2. Yep. Facebook at The Tilton 2. YouTube, The Tilton 2. Exactly. Just another call out, just to let everyone know no video, unfortunately, this Wednesday. Yep. But, but we'll be back. Do
1: please do like, comment, share, subscribe. Yeah. Enjoy the
0: previous videos we put on there if you haven't even watched those yeah, yet. Yeah, you can laugh at us for a while. Exactly. There's a few videos up there. So definitely, if you haven't already checked, please do. And like you said, FaZe, if you're listening to the podcast, you haven't headed over to YouTube, please do and hit that subscribe button. It means the world to us. We cannot thank you enough. So, yes. I think... That sums it all up very nicely. Until next week, episode 49. Keep it locked. Same time. Keep right keep on. Right on.